Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Across the table is sidekick Josh Landy. Different formation today, much like Saturday. Oh, actually, clever. Yeah. In there, straight away, with a reference to the formation change. And I saw you on Saturday, which was lovely, before the game. Yeah, we had a lovely lunch at um, Boulanger mm. on London's Islington Green. Um, I had a uh, chicken escalop type thing with um, cheesy mashed potato. Mm. We're still not sponsored mm. by anyone in the food Islington no. world. I feel we should but, be. Good, I'm glad you mentioned sponsorship because we are, for the season, sponsored by Labrooks. Good mm. link there. Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.arsenalpodcast.net and... In the week leading up to the North London derby, which is this week, Labrooks um, will giving you odds like 10 to 1 on a 2 all draw, 22 to 1 on a 3-2 Arsenal win. So there we go. There we go. And we have one of our two guests today is someone who's employed by Labrooks. We do welcome Ah. Trevor Harris. It says on your Twitter biography, Trevor, betting expert. Well, someone's got to be. Yeah. So, uh, frequently throughout this podcast, we're going to come to you with some random betting thoughts, maybe. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like what? The, right now, what do you think the odds are on Arsenal being in the top four? I had a look earlier. Oh, well, I don't know what the actual odds are. No, but no, if no. I was going to have a bet, were, yeah, if I was going to have a bet, I'd want at least five to one. I suspect okay. it's shorter, but that's what I'd want. Okay. We're not. We're we're as high as eight to one. Oh, eight, eight to one. one. Eight to one. Well, eight to one. A sky bet last mm. night, and I, I'm embarrassed to say I couldn't resist fifteen pounds on it after that two-all draw last night. So I just thought, do you know what? That just gave us a glimmer. The fact that Liverpool Josh, and Spurs drew. Yeah. You're right to back your wild optimism. It's good. And our other guest, <laughs> joyously back, uh, has been on for ages, Luke Kempner. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Co- friends. Comedian, impressionist. Yes. Actor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You'll be reading that Twitter bio again. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and friend. I, and friend. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. Friend. Uh, last time I saw you, Luke, on television, it was on Friday night. Yes. Big Brother final. Yes. 
um, and you're of course uh, you're a regular on the Big Brother yep. show, and you did my favorite bit was you did an impression of um, that ludicrous woman from Anne Widdicombe in front of her. <laughs> So she's sitting in the audience. Yeah. Luke does his impressions of the housemates. She's yeah. sitting there watching, squirming, visibly yeah. squirming, while you did your brilliantly accurate impersonation of her. What did it feel like? Did you speak to her after? Did she speak to you? Did she punch you in the face? What happened? No, I sort of I avoid some of the celebs that go into Celebrity Big Brother thinking I probably won't get on with some of them. Yeah. But, but but brilliantly, my mum texts me uh, straight afterwards because my mum's watched this. Been working on this show for six series. The first series yeah. she's watched because she wanted to see the downfall of Anne Widdicombe. And, Don't we uh, all? Did and that all. was the first text I got was it was like, oh, Anne Widdicombe hated it. So that was a compliment. Well done. <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah, well, exactly. But it was, it was, it was fascinating. Yeah, it was just a fascinating. It's, it's, it's rare, isn't it? You see someone doing an impression of someone. Yeah. I mean, especially someone who, you know, someone like her, she has difficulty with just general oh, social God. graces. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. was not. But it's great fun being able to because every series at the end of the the the, the, the series I do in, yeah. I do all every single housemate yeah. in front of them yeah. and it's but I I feel like my style is a nice style so people can't get that oh offended. I see yeah maybe maybe yeah. your, your Widdicombe was was brilliant yeah oh, well, so, yeah who was the hardest one to do the hardest one to do was probably it's probably like one of the girls with more the blander voice like Ashley you oh, know yeah, she's just yeah. sort of like a posh voice and yeah. it's it's harder to find stuff for them and then they come up to you afterwards and they go mm, I don't think you really got me and I'm like oh, oh really yes, that's because I only had four minutes, so I had to cut some of your stuff out. And, and, and I do have I'll, to do 12, or whatever yeah, many there were. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I am actually a 29-year-old bloke, like yeah. a 30-year-old bloke. Oh, yeah. God, I'm 30. Um, like, you know, it's not that easy to get every single impression. No. Trevor, big, big Brother fan? Watch Celebrity Big Brother? I have to be honest, yeah. I've never seen an episode in wow. my life. Wow, wow. Sorry, wow. never seen a Star Wars film either. They're my oh, two big claims to that's fame. That's pretty incredible. Oh. Yep. That is amazing. Both equally have I as much? good. Um, I think we have missed quite a lot, yeah. <laughs> there was football interest this series with John Barnes. Oh, yes. Barnes. Met Barnesy. Yes. Met Barnes, he did. Uh, he came up to me and said, "I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy you taking the piss out of me." <laughs> that. Uh, but, and then we were, we were dancing on the dance floor, and I just like text my mates going, "I'm dancing with John Barnes. He's a European Cup winner." Oh my! And, were you uh, dancing to World in Motion, by New York? He did. He, we did do what? We did do World in Motion. Oh, amazing. Uh, world in Motion. Yeah, in motion. Yeah. Um, he was. He's an amazing dancer, John Barnes. Is he? Yeah, he was going and for he, it. I mean, he's a. He, I mean, he's, have a big to say, unit. he's a big unit. Not these as days. tall as I thought he'd be, though. No, he wasn't that tall. There's oh, amazing yeah. footage. We'll get on to Arsenal eventually. Don't you worry. No this need. Is like back to the old best, days. In best the old not. Days. Yeah, in the old days. This is when... what I try and do when we've lost. Yeah. And this is what I you know. try and do when we've won because you don't want to be positive. Back boy. in the yeah. day when um, we used to have the same people on every single week pretty much. And, you know, we did, used to say the same thing every week and week out. I used to have an early bit which was just showbiz. Kind of like a Parish showbiz. Notices. Yeah, like Paris right. Notices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Premieres I've been to with Dan and Ben. It was pretty much, you know, stuff we'd done the week. Totally unrelated to us. I'm bringing the showbiz back. Yeah, we're bringing the showbiz back. Yeah. But what I was going to say, what was I about to say? I was about to say something absolutely fascinating. Barnsley, John oh, yeah, Barnsley. Um, this, he was on a league of their own. I think mm. last year was a series before. Right, yeah. And he did a diving um, oh, a challenge. Yeah, yes, where, I yeah, saw it's it. It's incredible footage. So you see that this John Barnes. And he's wearing yeah. very small. Big unit in very small budgie smuggling <laughs> trucks <laughs> diving into a pool. It's astonishing footage. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. yeah, he takes it quite seriously. He, of course he does, yeah. But it's quite unsigned. It was also just seeing him, was he like next to Jamie Redknapp? Yeah, next just, to... It looked... Yeah, Buff Redknapp and Buff... What's his name? Flintoff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that, that, I think let's move on to Arsenal, shall we? Josh it's has written a full uh, menu this week. Arsenal 5 Everton 1. We're all, we're, we're all there? Oh, excellent. No, you're a busy man, Luke. Busy man, but I did watch it. Did you watch it, it on Team yes. Staunch? Yeah. Uh, Swansea 3 Arsenal 1. We watched that. 
Um, so we'll talk about Aubameyang and Lacazette. Um, what's gonna, how's that going to affect Port? Have we killed Lacazette? I said I tweeted on Saturday that we killed Lacazette right, okay, when I saw yeah, the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Giroud and Debussy leave on deadline day. Youngsters are on loan, it says here. Yeah, what our feelings about the tragic demise of Olivier Giroud, my mm. favourite, as everyone knows. Go yeah. on. No, and also, I, I'm not even sure I put on there, which is a, a terrible error on my part, about Ozil obviously signing his yes, uh, new the contract. the biggest contract news, some yes. would say. Yes. The greatest Paul, signing of all. It's almost like that was put together quite quickly. Shoddy. This Shoddy. <laughs> Kozula, including the Europa squad, talk about that. Yep. And, um, of course, we shall give our own extremely um, expert uh, opinion of what's going to happen with the big one on Saturday. Mm. The early kickoff. Yeah, woof. woof. Exactly, Luke. I'm excited. What a week to be here. Yeah, I know. I mean, in the build-up to that game yeah. and off the back of these incredible... What, what's your whole feeling now? Are you now... I, f- I figure you was a, you're an Arsenal realist, aren't yes. you? We've signed these players, we've signed Ozil, we've won 5-1 against a fucking terrible Everton. They were yeah, so awful yeah, 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 defensively. Yeah, yeah. So it's, what's, what's your feeling? Are you newly optimistic? I am optimistic. Um, it was really, it was a great uh, performance, mm. and especially the first half. Um, and I think, you, as you said, I, don't, I think it's absolutely right not to forget how absolutely awful that Sunday, uh, the Swansea game was. I think I text my mate saying, I don't care if we sign effing Messi, we're not, we wouldn't have beaten Swansea today. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, and I didn't get that excited by the signings because of that game. But now after watching the 5-1 victory, I start to get a little bit more encouraged and, and hopefully there's still a, 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 you know, a chance of that top four. We've just got to see it happen away a couple of times because we've been good at home yeah, most yeah. of the season. Absolutely, yeah, we have, that's true. Yeah, I mean, we... we Trevor, we, 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 we kind of beat someone else 5 1, didn't we? Recently, who was that? Well, it was 4 well, 1, four wasn't one. it? Again, four one. Very Palace. similar very first similar. half. Yeah. Exactly. 4 0. 4 0. And then nothing happened much in the second half. A bit mm. more happened in this one in the second similar. half. So we were capable of that performance against a terribly defending team anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So people, again, people are slightly, I feel, getting overexcited. I'm excited about the signings, but I don't think. I, I'm wait, now I'm waiting to see what happens against Spurs and the, and the big challenges to see how this team does against those. Or what's your feeling? Well, I think there's a couple of points. I mean, first of all, I think we ought to say very thanks very much to Sam Allardyce for leaving out Everton's best three players <laughs> yes. Davis, Rooney, Sigurdsson. Sitting yes. on the, I know Davis came on and actually played well and, did. and mm-hmm. played a big part in their yeah. goal. Um, that's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing. And also I, changing the formation. Mm, indeed, putting five at the back, which I think was a huge error that he kind of. He made some comments, Trevor, about how he's always tried to copy Swansea. Yes, yeah, yeah. and it was nothing like the way Swansea right. played against. Because I thought Allardyce was a tactical genius. Yeah, it turns out he just copies the team before. Yeah. Well, do you know the the one thing I would I picked up from the week, and I think this is almost in some ways more important than beating a, an awful Everton team five one. Wenger's comments the other day about how he said these leagues in Europe are uncompetitive. Chelsea are miles clear. Yes. Bayern, Barcelona, PSG. He's right. Mm. I mean, he has a point. But the fact that all those teams are miles clear has got nothing to do with the fact that we get beaten at Watford, Mm. at Bournemouth, Mm. at Swansea and at Stoke City. Nothing to do with that. It's a classic diversionary tactic. Mm. Um, So that was the first thing. The second thing about the Everton game, Aubameyang, excellent debut. I mean, scored a super goal. Yes, it was offside, but what the hell? We deserve deserve a decision now and again. But he's not a straight swap for Sanchez. Aubameyang is a goal scorer. That's mm. it. You won't see him beat four players. You won't see him pick it up on the halfway line. If we play a ball over the top and the other team is, is push, have a high line, yeah. We saw that once as well, didn't yeah. we, in that game. Yeah. But he's not a direct replacement. No. But is he, is he... The interesting thing is what's happening with him and Lacazette because mm. is he even, he's, he's different a player to Lacazette as well because I noticed right from the start um, watching them in the stadium on um, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, uh, that... 
Aubameyang was right pushed up, right against their defence, right from the first minute. Whereas I think Lacazette is more of a making runs and kind of running out, trying to get service. I almost feel Aubameyang is less reliant on service. That he also like he's just kind of waiting for that moment for the ball to arrive, and is dangerous on a constant basis. And I, I really I like Lacazette. I think he's I think he's a good signing, and I think he's you know he's I think he's been Ian Wright was on uh, the radio last week, and he said he slagged off Wenger for ruining his confidence, ruining Lacazette's confidence for taking, substituting him all the time. He wouldn't be the first one, would no, he? No, he wouldn't be the first one. So <laughs> I think Lacazette's a decent player, but Aubameyang seems to be much more on it already to me. I mean, in that first game, he's his a, debut. He's a proven goal scorer yeah. and he is bloody quick. Yeah. You know, he's the quickest player in the club now by a distance. And I think that's a big boost for us. I, I, we needed a marquee signing and he's it. I thought there was some... Positive signs from Mkhitaryan too, yeah. a player that Mourinho ruined. I, I used to commentate, well, I still do commentate on the Bundesliga, and I remember watching Aubameyang um, and Mkhitaryan in the Dortmund side, and they were both absolutely top class. Yeah. Top class. Yeah. And if, if Mkhitaryan can get even vaguely close to that, then we'll have yeah. a great sign. It was interesting, wasn't it? I was trying to work out, Josh, on, on um, Saturday what the formation was. And it was quite conf- it was quite confusing, but it kind of in a good way that they were genuinely, that front four, if you like, they were yeah. all kind of interchanging and moving around and swapping sides. It was quite, and it obviously it completely bewildered the Everton defence as well. But it's, but it's interesting how he's kind of, you know, in that game, it worked really well. My worry is, I wonder whether that's going to work, the spaces that can leave Ramsey still marauding up, scoring a hat-trick, brilliant. But is that going to, I'm, I'm slightly worried about what's going to happen when we're playing a decent team with a good defence, like on Saturday. We'll find out Saturday. It, it felt like a 4-2-3-1. I think that's how we analyse yeah. Saturday. And it was certainly a change from what we'd done against Swansea the previous week. I thought some of the most interesting comments on it actually came from Bellerin after the game. He, I think mm. he spoke to James Olley, who you know is sometimes yeah. with us here. And, and he was talking about how he felt he, I think he was implying he felt more comfortable as a, as a right back rather than be asked to do his job as a right wing back. Mm. And I, I suspect now, I just get the feeling we're going to be back to that back four. And maybe it's a, you know, a sign that we didn't have three centre-backs that he out-and-out trusted. There's been this odd thing that he obviously, Kalazinac has played less and less and less, so he just wants Monreal at left back. It's Mustafi and Koscielny and it's Bellerin and there's no real debate about who our best back four is. So I think if we get the, you know, the back four absolutely right, I think... It was interesting to see you no know, Wilshire in there, and I'd like to have personally seen, you know, Wilshire in the mm. team on Saturday. He was coming back from illness, wasn't he? Mm. Was yeah, and maybe that's the reason, but I, I don't know. It still just seems like, you know, has he gone? Don't Ramsey? you think, Josh? We we I would put Wilshire back in the side for the for the game this weekend because I think against. Well, this might be sacrilege, and you know, I I would have him in ahead of Ramsey personally. Mm. I know Ramsey got a hat trick, well played, and all that, mm. but I think against Spurs, that kind of a side, you need someone in that kind of pivotal mm, agree, role in yeah. midfield, and I don't think Ramsey's it. I just think taking someone out after they've scored a hat trick, it seems just mad. So would you you'd play the same team, Luke? <sighs> I think Wenger well, will definitely play the same team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a cla- yeah. I think it's a classic case of him. It's such a shame when they played Wilshire's that so well. Brilliant. I know. I agree with you. I'd rather see. I think Wilshere is really important for that game, but I don't think he's going to play. Him. No, I think, no one is important. For us, even in the, de- the debate show on Sky Sports, you had Neville and Carragher the other night sort of picking their starting 11 for England at the World Cup. Mm, yeah, yeah, Both yeah. certain that Wilshire not only you know should be in the squad, but he, he needs to start. That They, they regard him as yeah, England's best midfielder. incumbent, isn't he? The incumbent team wins, especially like that. And even though I... I'm, I mean, this is... I, I'm not... You know, I'm already starting to slag him off, but I think another manager will be aware, aware of the fact that that was Everton. The, uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is Spurs away. Mm. We kind of need to change it, and I, I do worry. I think he's. I think he is going to keep the same team. I'd be amazed if he didn't. I mean, the, you know, there's Xhaka for me again. Is still his qualities are still slightly mystifying. Yeah, and I thought everyone played really well, but even he was still. 
Xhaka, still the old mm, Xhaka. Mm. I mean, he had one of his better games, but still, I'd almost rather see El Nenny than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, th- I worry about him as well. But he flew, he flew in on Walcott, yeah, didn't he? He did. And Walcott, bless him, was like up immediately, a little small handshake. Yes. But yeah. If that's um, yeah. Deli Alley, right. he ain't reacting no, like that, is exactly. he? Exactly. And yeah. they're diving so much, Spurs. I mean, Spurs must be, I mean, I know I'm biased, but they must be the diviest team in the world ever now. The I've diviest? Seen. Yeah, they've got so many like <laughs> Deli Alley, There's Harry been no mention Kane. of the, the, the mention Alley dive of, was yeah. horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. And like they barely even spoken like, exactly. about it. If that was anyone that yeah. wasn't English, that I agree. Would have been spoken about yeah. a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Harry, Harry Kane definitely dived for his penalty. Mm. I thought we completely. Well, good. and I and I still think he's offside. I still oh, yeah. think that. Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> debate. Yeah, that, I mean those that was those goals. That was so kind of there was so much compl- so many complications to those. Decisions. Great tell you. And do you yeah. see that there was a? I mean, I know we've, I've been diverted onto this story, but it's fascinating. Do you see the the, the referees yes. association put out a statement, a lengthy? Oh yeah, check it out. It's just arrived before on the way here. I, I was thought you were going to say something else about Delhi Alley. Too. Oh no no no! Explain. Oh no, sadly not. No, <laughs> oh, no, because Alan Alga predicted that they'd both be suspended for diving. Um, oh. Yeah, yesterday got. I think. Alan, I mean, we love Alan, but he was wrong. <laughs> they haven't been. But the the um, too the many drinks associate... maybe at that sixtieth birthday party. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But the referee association put out this statement explaining the particularly the penalty in the offside situation and why because because they, 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 we picked up on the mics we heard what the referee mm. was saying to the linesman and the referee basically said I don't know what happened I'm giving the, giving yeah. the penalty He's and like, well, also that's it, I'm giving a penalty yeah and also made reference to is anyone is TV seen it yeah and they said to Martin mo- yeah. who's the fourth official mm. one actually. right but they've admonished him for saying he shouldn't have said that it's an incredible thing what, what was also interesting was I, I watched Dermot Gallagher off the back of that game last night saying. Yeah. Both decisions were completely correct. Yeah. And then this morning, Clattenburg comes out and says, no, 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 they're both offside. Yeah. Both goals are offside. So the offside rules are just mystifying, aren't they? I mean, it is really hard. I mean, because you can... Because so the whole thing about um, the Liverpool player, who was it? Lovren. Yeah. Touching the ball is whether he's... You know, whether he touches the ball knowing... That um, he's off. That Kane's offside, going to be offside. Yeah. It's like, well, he knows he's going to be offside in his position, so maybe, so he should be allowed to touch it, shouldn't he? Well, the problem also is, from his point of view, he doesn't know for sure that Kane's offside. Right. Otherwise, because he can't that's leave what it. I mean. If he yeah, leaves it, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're penalised. It's completely yeah. mystifying rule. Anyway, we've been totally diverted by <laughs> that discussion. The good news of that yesterday was 100 percent the draw, though. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I yeah, just yeah. got a small oh, yeah. bit of hope. But, sure. Okay, that's what we needed. We absolutely needed the draw because if we can just stay within a couple of wins now, I think it's six points. Six off. points off Liverpool. Look, yeah. if we go to Tottenham and lose, yeah, forget it. Game over. Yeah, yeah. Forget it. Draw. I think we need to win. We have a tiny hope. Yeah. Win and we're really back in it. I yeah, think what, we have to win it. I mean, I know we traditionally leave our prediction section, but I mean, do we really think we're going to win at Spurs? I do. I do you? Oh, I'm really confident really? we're going to win. Really confident. Wow. I think we're great at Wembley, and I think that I think that will be in the players' heads. I think Tottenham are worried about. Uh, I think their confidence will be ever so slightly lower from when we beat them. And I, I genuinely, and I, no, I wouldn't usually be that confident, no. but I'm really, really confident we're going to win. Wow, they were really good in the second half against. Yeah, I, they're, they're brilliant. They're yeah. brilliant. I, yeah. I, I like watching them as a team. You, yeah. you know, take the badge away. But I, I think that we will scare them. I think they'll play higher, higher line, which will suit us. And mm. uh, I think we're going to win. Blimey. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will see you later for sure. Yeah. We'll hold that. I'll hold back on the actual score predictions. Yeah, later. Um, and we'll continue to talk about. <laughs> Um, the Everton game and maybe the Swansea game after this break. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. 
And we're back from the break. Um, so any, yeah, what, I mean, Mkhitaryan, we should, I mean, that was a pretty great... Three assists. Three assists. Brilliant. You can't ask for more it's than great that. great for my fantasy team. Oh. Did Brilliant. you have him before he came to Arsenal? Or have you signed him? <laughs> no, signed him as soon as no, soon as clever. he signed for us. So I was annoyed that he, he was on the bench against Swansea. But I just think he had such a good start to the season. And I do, like, as lots of people have said, I do think he's an Arsenal type, a Wenger yeah. type of player. And uh, and he looked brilliant. I thought he I did thought he look really brilliant. good. Yeah, very intelligent really kind of. Uh, I thought and like confident, just yeah. like. And um, I was listening to an interview of Ian Wright the other day, and he was saying that Baldy has been saying that uh, Mkhitaryan has been amazing in training. Oh, really? And uh, which so, is which is amazing, really, in itself. Bearing in mind his confidence must have been absolutely shot. Yeah. After being effectively mm. frozen out at United, mm. it is amazing that, isn't it, about all the, the ma- creative United. Marino rejects are mm. it's fascinating I think. it's a great side yeah isn't it it's, a really yeah. Good oh, side. Yeah. Yeah. it's also just the mentality of what, what he was in that transfer realistically you know, yeah. it was, oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, United exactly. wanting Sanchez and yeah. it was the agent Riola who supposedly was the one who put the idea to the two clubs which is quite interesting in itself but very clearly it was Sanchez yeah. who was in demand from United so well, he has to prove himself in that regard interesting Wenger comments as well that he said that just the si- these signings have boosted you know, you make. He said you make a big signing and you boost the scene. Yeah, funnily enough, you yeah. might have worked that out. Was it two or three seasons ago when you made no signings whatsoever? Yeah. Famously, it's the, the one window that we're still catching yeah, up on when he still, just exactly. signed Czech. Yeah, and it's like if you look at when we signed Özil, the difference around the club was amazing. Yeah. And the same, not I don't know if quite so much, but the same with Sanchez, because he wasn't quite as big a name as I don't think as Ozil, because he'd come from Madrid. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we've sort of had the same thing again, and then the, the mood around the club is brilliant, and that's why it's so gutting that we lost that game to Swansea, because if we'd it just is. had those three extra points, yeah, we traffic, really should have beaten them. Then yeah. they're fucking shit, Swansea. Yeah. And it's like, we just didn't turn up. Yeah. It's so us, isn't it? The, the, it the is. whole thing, all, all of, the whole thing is very us. So Wenger, it's like, you, you know, you signed him two, you signed Mkhitaryan two years too late, you should have signed him when you were interested in him two years ago is rhapsodizing about him now and it's like all of this is like yeah it's all it's all still very Arsenal I still think you know we could end up sixth and you know maybe winning a cup but you know it's quite likely that that could happen rather than go on to glory of finishing the top four Trev what do you think the reason for the bad away form is you've watched quite I mean you've watched a lot of the games well to be honest I actually think that I'd love to know, Josh, what kind of defensive coaching goes on at Arsenal Football Club. Well, quite, yeah. He's, you're giving me a sign saying nada. Because you said about five minutes ago, you know, we know pretty much, I think most Arsenal fans would agree what the first choice back four is. And I, I think you're right. Yeah. But to me, they it's the disorganisation. It's not so much that they're poor players. I, I think Shoney's an excellent centre-half. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that. It's just, I don't see, you know, you have situations where they play ridiculously tight because we have to play this parsey parsey to stuff. Let's play a five-yard ball and put, a, put our keeper under pressure. I know it was a check error, but I think we play too much of that in our own sort of 18, mm. in and around our own 18-yard box. I don't understand, and I never have, same when Pat Rice was number two to Wenger, and now with Steve Bold. Those were two of the best defenders we've had in the last half a century. I don't see any influence of them on our back four. And I haven't in Wenger's entire reign, because when he first arrived, the back four was there. He inherited Adams and, and, and Bold and Dixon and Winterburn. That was nothing to do with him. That was just luck. Like it was with Ferguson with the Nevilles and Beckerman. He inherited that. Since then, we have not had a top-class defence in terms of organisation ever, in my opinion. Even the Invincibles? But and then most of those defenders were inherited. Yeah, of course. Cool. So, yeah, well, you know, hang on, not inherited. Gail Clichy, not inherited. Lauren, I always think with that, though, there was a hangover. Like, because, uh, like, 2000... No, Adam's, like, retired, like, 2002. 
And that's like the start of the Invincibles is 2002. So I feel like there was a hangover of these amazing defenders still around to influence play. And yeah. Sol Campbell was amazing. Oh, yeah. And like he didn't create Sol Campbell, he came over. And, like, like, I'm yeah. mis- but the I love Venga. Oh, you're right, though. But the question is why we, 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 are, we defend much better, so much better at home. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the yeah, record's in regular. I think, it's all to do, I think it's the confidence factor. And I think it's mm. like, for some reason, you know, they know, ex- I think it's the comfort, you know, they're in their comfort zone at home. They feel they know exactly what they're going to do. But why, but why was Shaka... Away, they're kind of already, they're on edge. We get bullied. Thought, we get bullied, we get don't bullied, we? Yeah. But what I don't understand is, like, and I was saying, listening to Wrighty talk and listening to some other players, they sort of go, well, why isn't Koscielny saying to Xhaka, drop back there, mate. Yeah, like we're, we're under pressure yeah. here. You need to drop back a little bit. Yeah, and it's like, and I listen to that, and I'm going, that that seems like to me as a fan, that seems like quite an obvious thing. Yeah. And it, and Jacko, 35 million quid player, and just the way you just watch Klukas walk past him, yeah. how was he still in in the next game for that? I know. Well, like, I, we yeah, don't know. Maybe Wenger has started every single match this season. Do you know that? Yeah, one of the. I think it's only him and Bellerin. But when I, whenever, and I, I think he's one. He's probably been one of our one of our worst players. I mean, just in terms of. Week in, week out, I, you know, it's like I, I feel there could be other people. To well, help I, think, I think Iwobi's also in, for me, is in that. Uh, yeah, group. I think, I mean, I think I joked that he retained his position with all the attacking, and he still did retain his yeah. position magically. Um, I mean, he was had one of his better games, I thought, to yeah. be fair to him. But. And not only that, but it was then strange to see, you know, Lacazette, which he was, was on the bench. And I know we had to make one of the substitutions yeah, with yeah. Ospina, and yeah. that presumably is why yeah. Bemi ends up playing the whole game. But for Lacazette to, not, you know, Considering he's always the one brought off, they never get mm. ninety minutes himself. Yeah. At least make sure he gets on the pitch for back. part of that game. Come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what come back with Aubameyang? Yeah, Aubameyang? I don't, I don't like know or? if they're going to play together, but I think I think it's just it, it's just typical Arsenal fan base to just go, "Well, that's it, Lacazette. He's gone. He's gone, Lacazette." It's like no, he's he's a little bit of bad form. We brought in a new player. He'll, they'll be playing. And like, there's injuries and all the rest of it, and obviously the Europa League is going to be starting all of those games. I really just think people need to calm down, chill. <laughs> like fuck he's out. he's on the bench, and you know mm. he's a different sort of player to Bamiang. And and to be honest with you, Wenger's relied on that Giroud bringing on chucking the, the guy up front, the big lad up front. So I think it, I don't think it's all negative around the fact that Lacazette's just dropped to the bench. But do you think he could be... I mean, I can't... I, Wenger did say, I think, when in, on the, in the first press conference post-signing Aubameyang, he said where he could actually finally talk about him. I think he did it say that he could try and incorporate yeah. the two of them and Ozil and Mkhitaryan. But I don't. I can't quite see it because that would surely involve. I mean, unless he's going to suddenly do a classic, convert the front man to the mm. wing, which he's done many times, or the other way around. I can't imagine him playing a, like a two up front, up absolutely two up front situation because it would be like a re- tactical revolution, which I don't think uh, he would do. do you, I don't. Trevor? I don't think you could play Lacazette wide because he's not quick enough. No, mm-hmm. and you it, to to play Aubameyang wide is a criminal waste of yeah, a guy yeah. that's a. Exactly. A fantastic goal-scoring yeah. centre forward. So yeah. personally, I don't see him playing together. No, personally. but I think other managers would. I think other managers Maybe. would work out a way of playing them together. But I, I'm not sure if if uh, Wenger will. I mean, Unusual I, situation for Arsenal, who have not traditionally been big spenders in the last decade, to effectively yeah. spend 110 million on two. I was not saying exactly the same players, but fairly similar players. Yeah, it's incredible, especially when so many of us are, you know, wondering why there aren't reinforcements. You know. In the, in the back six top stretches away. Yeah, but when we had Giroud... Now, now, come on, let's talk about... I mean, can't, don't, well, did you read I Giroud's comments? What did he say? Have you written put Giroud's comments on the menu? I did put Giroud's comments oh, on the menu. Giroud said, 
The fact is that the coach wanted to recruit a new striker, and with Aubameyang signing at Arsenal, there were three top strikers, and that's why I decided to leave. It made sense for me to take a new direction in my career. There was a bit of disappointment, even though I spent five wonderful years there. I could have stayed, but I needed a solution to get back in. I wanted to stay in the Premier League, and Chelsea's a great opportunity for me. Fair enough. But I, I, I feel now, and I've been... You know, I, I, he's frustrated. For me, the, my problem with you is I don't hate him. People accuse me of hating him, and I don't hate don't hate anyone. I certainly don't hate any footballer. Mm. But he's just been symbolic of us being at a lower level generally than you know our rivals who've got who had brilliant strikers, world class strikers. And for me, even though he's incredibly first choice for France, still, yeah. um, I've always thought he just wasn't that great. If it, you know, when he went fifteen games, you know, without scoring, mm. you know, he just wasn't that that he wasn't good enough and. And now I feel if he's going to have Lacazette on the bench, I feel we've got a great striker on the bench we could bring on. We don't have to rely on throwing up to the front to him yeah, at the front yeah, and do, yeah. playing playing that kind of game. So I feel. Well, you mean the French happy number two striker instead of the French number yeah, one? Yeah, I prefer, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What more do you think? Luke? Well, it's it, it's like if he'd have just not gone to Chelsea, like if he'd have gone yeah. to Everton or West Ham, which I think the two teams that were going for him in the summer, we wouldn't all be feeling like this so much. And obviously, like every time he's come on, he has got that this amazing record of scoring goals coming on. But there, there was a time when he was starting a lot and yeah. he was so slow. Yeah. And he wasn't quite being the player that we needed up front. There is no doubt that Giroud is the perfect player to have uh, on your bench. And I think all the top six clubs would like that plan B. Yeah. And he's a great striker. I don't think anyone's denying that. But I agree with you. He's not a Bamiang. Mm. And he's not, I, I think once Morata is back in form, he's not Morata. He's not Aguero. Mm. He's not Lukaku. Yeah. But he is just that little bit lower. And, yeah. and I think it's, I'm a little bit sad he's gone. And I think it's also a little bit Arsenal that we finally get a Bamiyang and you go, oh, we've got to let our brilliant plan B go to let that happen. Yeah, I mean, I think my view on Giroud is uh, you could kind of look at it two ways. His, his stats aren't bad. He's got 100 plus goals in five and a half years. However, more up to date stat, one league start this season, two or three goals. Yeah. He's 31. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only going one way from here. Yeah. I, I'm not that disappointed no. to see him go. And in the to be big honest. games, it was always telling because in the big games, very often would finally not play him. You know, mm-hmm. in the FA Cup finals, yeah. like, I'm going to put Theo up front now yeah. all of a sudden. And that, that's really telling you. When it came down to it, he knew. He knew he wasn't at that level. And I've been trying to replace him, or trying, mm-hmm. as you say, to get a proper world class striker for years. Yeah, I think it was clear that the Wenger decided in the summer that he, he could go and. You know, he, he spoke to him and said, "Look, if you're happy being, you know, second, third choice striker, whatever it will be, and being on the bench, then you can stay." But already, I guess the mentality is, you know, we, he's not our first choice. We don't need him in the squad. And whilst I'm sad he's gone, if the greater good is we've got a world class striker coming in and we need to free up wages and space in the squad, then you have to say yeah. it's a it's a good result for yeah. Arsenal. Of course, we should talk about the most important thing that happened. Tabushi leaving? No, oh. <laughs> the most important thing that happened on Saturday at the Arsenal game, Rihanna. Was there. Oh yeah, Rihanna was there. Yeah, yeah. so I wonder. Did you, you see all the social videos Arsenal put it's out? Load of social videos. She met everyone. Did you, I wonder, what would Wenger? What would Wenger do when he? What did Wenger do when he met Rihanna? Uh, he'd say, "Look, uh, just be careful, Rihanna. If it is, uh, if it's raining, then you use, you need to use your umbrella." <laughs> <laughs> I think it was amazing. Rihanna was it's there. incredible. I get quite excited. Very excited. Like she so, said she's a gooner. I mean, yeah. sort of. She didn't really know what it meant, did she? No, but she. Clearly she, said, wants, she asked what she. Oh, I'm a gooner. Yeah. But she'd watched Ozil in the World Cup final, yeah. right? Yes, so yes. Ozil, yeah, they particularly seem to be mates. 
Yeah. Well, Rihanna and Ozil. They're like that. It's that celebrity <laughs> mates thing. It's like they've we're had mates. Two pictures We've ever. not even met, but we're mates. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hope if that's I the s- case that Ozil could persuade her to use some of her two hundred and fifty odd million dollar fortune, as I read, to maybe buy a couple of defenders in the summer. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, maybe no she idea. could be. Imagine if Rihanna took yeah. over from Cronkite. Yeah, that'd, that'd be quite be good. extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's the mystery buyer of those shares that were sold that were yeah. bought last week. Maybe it's Rihanna. Yeah. Do you know what? I was going to mention something that's not on the menu, but as I was reading on the way in. You could go here, off menu, Luke. So I'm going off menu, but I read on the way in here that Fabregas, did you read this? Fabregas has said that he'd like to go into management. Oh, really? What do you think about Fabregas taking over from Wenger? Ooh, I well, mean, that would imply that Wenger's going to hang around another, what, how many years has Fabregas still got? Well, Wenger's surely got another 20 years in him, surely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you hope so, for those impressions. Yeah, of course. Exactly. I, could yeah. do a couple, I could do a year and a half. At least go to the end of his. I always go to the end of my contract. I must say. So, uh, so you know, as long as that happens, I'm alright. Yeah, oh, they was definitely not good. I mean, I don't think he's going to come back as our manager. I think he'll be he'll be fairly Fabulous. low down in. in Arsenal I'd rather have. I, I, I'm openly discussing the likes of Czech and uh, yeah. Czech I think Czech. I my Czech for me is what, Czech and Per. Czech and Per. I think. Do goalies ever become managers? Tino's off famously won the World Cup with Italy. Good point. Yeah, Tino's I just feel on. no. I look at che- I watch Czech being interviewed. Yes, and Pearl. I feel these are yeah. the two most intelligent, very tall, as eloquent, well. tall, yeah. imposing. Tall. And no, but they're, <laughs> they're very tall. But they're very in, and inspirational mm. figures. Like they're both brilliant. In it. And I know yes. I'm touching the whole thing on a post-match interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're both fantastic. Back in the day, I'm talking about you know when Kenny Dalglish was handed the Liverpool job, you know, yeah. just for being a legend at the club. Well, these both the two of them together, I think they're so bright and intelligent yeah. that they could combine. Okay. And I'm not well, advocating it, you know, in all well, seriousness, Pear but I'm semi-seriously. Pear has got a, a job within the club, yeah, of course, going, yeah, going yeah, forward. So yeah. maybe they give check one. Did you? Did you see? Obviously, we've got the uh, the guy who's coming from Barcelona. Oh yeah, a slightly difficult surname to pronounce. Yeah, um, who supposedly his first task is to potentially replace Petr Cech. Yeah, um, well, I do feel with Oblak, the Atletico Madrid goalkeeper. Mm. I mean, it's clearly time, isn't it? I mean, mm. I love him and everything. What, because of that error against Swansea? Well, which wasn't entirely his fault. Dermot had a go at me on Saturday for blaming Cech for that error because there was, the, he was he was given a Well, hospital. it was a stupid throw from Montreal. Right? The whole thing was stupid. The whole thing was But he's definitely semi-responsible for yeah. it, wasn't he? We can't, yeah. he can't well, be involved. he was in goal. Yeah. He yeah. did do that. Yeah. It, it was raining. The, it was raining yeah. very hard. Okay, yeah. Okay. Maybe you'd hope Czech could cope with hard rain. Well, I'm just Maybe not. It was Welsh rain. Never saved a penalty in his life. He would have, maybe he might have saved that one on Saturday that Harry Kane took when he's right in the middle because yeah. uh, you know maybe he just could have stood there for once. I don't know. Before, um, before I forget, so I'm, I'm go must, on because you reminded me talking about post-match interviews. Yes. Did you by any chance see the Jamie Redknapp post-match oh, interview yeah. with Harry Kane? Yes, yes I, I did. did. Wasn't oh, it the yeah. most obsequious load of fucking <laughs> oh. bollocks you've ever heard? He now, didn't mention the offside. <laughs> he didn't ma- didn't mention the iffy penalties, and then at the end he goes. You're a credit to the game, mate. Oh. Like, what the? F- it's like Trump and P- it's like Trump and bloody <laughs> Piers Morgan. Yeah, the only it was like um, Morgan Trump, but the only difference being that Morgan well, Piers on, Morgan, Morgan Trump. Who's more important? <laughs> Piers Morgan, I was going to say, Piers, Morgan. Morgan, Piers Morgan was yeah. interviewing the most powerful man in the world, and Jamie Redknapp was interviewing Harry Kane. So oh. I give, I forgive him. In the, in the, Ian Wright did the same thing. I love Ian Wright, like, and I, I get really annoyed when Arsenal fans slag him off. But like, even when he was on the radio and he was chatting to Harry Kane at the end, he's that little, like, little girl. He was like, I think they all, like, you're, yeah. you're the best in Europe. <laughs> they all, I think there's a gem, there's a deference, isn't there, to to Harry Kane? Like, there's certain players who. Everyone has to always agree that they're just generally amazing and brilliant yeah. and wonderful and lovely. And I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I watched it. I really like Jamie Redman. I'm, I'm a huge. I think he's a great person. <laughs> I love him. But it was like you're being hand, you're being asked to stand there, watching mm. his penalties back with him standing there. It's mm. a, it's an interesting situation. And on 
talking of the post-match interviews, did you see on, on BT, I later sort of watched some of the coverage, about Des Kelly was there with the three of yeah. them. Yes. It was Aubameyang, Ramsey, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, Mkhitaryan. Yeah. And that was quite an unusual It was very unusual, yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes you see two of them, yeah. BT went and full three. It was incredible, yeah. I do actually like Harry Kane, though. Do you? Yeah. In what I know sense? I shouldn't say that on I mean, the podcast, he, but he, I just think he's brilliant. I think he do reminds me. Do you do a good of, impression of him? No, no, not 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 one that he's got like be the slightly big offensive. Kind of. Yeah, sort of like. <laughs> um, but he's got. You could be offensive, Harry. Kane. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just something that like, and I like the fact that he always comes out and does the interviews and stuff like. That. I'm not a big lover of Tottenham. It's just like I just really like Harry Kane, and when he plays for England. I I get I I hate Deli Ali, but Harry Kane. Yeah, Deli Ali's a twat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't mind. I'm, I'm I find Harry Kane a comical figure. He's kind of there's something slightly kind of it's a bit of a like, doofus quality to him. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the way yeah, he talks yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's something quite impressive know. though. You know, just I think oh. so many people for years just thought. He can't be that good. He, he did say today, though. You've do you seen know what? Ultimately, he has been that good. In the build-up to the North London derby, he's being provocative. He said today the best thing that ever happened to him was leaving Arsenal You know, when he was seven years old or something. I think he needs to reproduce his Spurs form for England, yeah. particularly in Russia in a few months' time, to, to be might, talked yeah. about oh, yeah. at the kind yeah, of level of that a lot of people already are of referring to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's yeah. definitely got that potential. Oh, he's got oh, yeah. huge a bit. I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, but he, he is, and he is a diver. He did dive. Enough about... Welcome to the Harry Kane podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about that. Kazola um, included in the squad. That is just being nice. That's just thing of being nice, this isn't is it? classic Arsenal. It's like yeah. when we yeah. give them, like, players who are clearly not injured in, like, DRB contracts for another year just yeah. to be nice. But um, it's a token gesture. I mean, why not? You know, if you've... I, I guess quite like an Arsenal contract just to be nice to me. Venga would give you one. Venga would give you one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because, you know, because you recognise... Could be the official Arsenal impressionist. I've done a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, the official Arsenal impressionist. Yeah, yeah. So I one pound. If you were offered official Arsenal impressionist, would you? That's a bit. That's a great job, isn't it? I think I'd take that. Yeah. Yeah, I would take that. Apart you, from Wenger, who's your best Arsenal-based impression? Uh... The thing is, right, is because it's like you have, the way you write the impressions, you've got to write yeah. the ones that people are going to recognise the most. Yeah, of course. And because Wenger's been around for so long. So it's like, you know, if you did like, you know, Jack Wilshire's sort of got that like, weird sort of like, way he talks, and then you've also, you know, I'm Ramsey's, I'm like, lazy, you know, like, but it's not the things that. that uh, Ramsey's only Spanish fans. Yeah, exactly. He, he is Spanish. Okay. Uh, it's not the ones that, that people recognise as much. But. Um, but the, but on that Cazorla thing, it, it's it's so hard, isn't it? Because you go, what a brilliant player! He's yeah. clearly not going to come back for Arsenal. No. So where does the line go? Where you go, you know? Well, you know, they'll let Alex Song train. Yeah, yeah. So it's Which like Cazorla is, is it? still yeah. under. He's at end of contract yeah. at the end of this season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's thirty three now as well. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. right. Ten he's operation. He's had, he could, he's Maybe he can be the assistant. Nearly lost pair. Who will yeah. be the assistant to better check? Fine. You know, they can all have a role. Santi's yeah, not very tall, true. though. So yeah. I don't know if he qualifies yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, he's tiny. He's not, hasn't got the power. <laughs> he hasn't got the, the, the height effect. Imagine I'm San- being heightest there, which is, I am a very short person, so I'm allowed Maybe to. Maybe Santi Kitman. Could you imagine yeah, Santi Cazorla when you ask him Kitman? Yeah, it sounds yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's fine. It'd be amazing if in 30 years' time, Santi Cazorla was still the Arsenal kitman. Just harping back, talking about what it was like in the early 20s. It was amazing to see Song back on the train. A good song left in bad. And, yeah. You know, in, in, yeah, he's leaving under, 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 a under a cloud. That's the phrase I'm looking yeah. for. In bad situation is what the phrase. He always brings them back. He, he, he could just so stroll yeah. back in. If you're an ex-player, yeah, you just stroll back into the training ground. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you like. Vega will let you. It's fascinating, isn't it? And Tom Rizicki was on the pitch at half time yeah. with yeah. Uh, Nigel. Oh, oh no, so now good. Did you see like, what he tweeted? No, what did Arsenal, he say? Arsenal tweeted saying, uh, "Legend Thomas Rizicki." And Alan Alga quoted saying, "He is not a legend." Well, for Dermot, Dermot, um, he's his favourite player. Oh. Yeah. Is it? Well, little, you know, Mozart. little Mozart. 
excited. Yeah. Tomer was very excited about and that. And he's another player, rather like DRB and sadly like Cazorla, who, when he was first injured, they said, yeah, I'll be back in three weeks. Yes. And 18 yeah. months later... <laughs> 18 like, years it a later. shame that, wasn't it, with Rosicki? Because then you, every time he came back, he, he still showed amazing form. Yeah, absolutely. But this doesn't... This My point is, it, this doesn't seem to happen with other clubs on a regular basis, no. where players suddenly are, are absent for like a year and a half. That's no, no, unique. unique. It's got to be something to do with what we the, do in the medical yeah, it's got better in the last 18 months. It's got better in the last, like... Maybe. Jack's probably the last... I know, because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's been fit this year, Jack. Yeah, exactly. We did bring so, in a new fitness coach, didn't we? Like yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's New a, fitness team. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's top... Go on. No, I was going to say about Saturday's game. Yes. Are you watching your ultra... HD, I'm very, I like the earlier the earlier Saturday morning game the better. And this is twelve thirty kick. I'm very excited to get to yeah. Get Why up. do you love an early kick? Just like so you can have a lie in. Yeah, no, purely for viewing purposes. I mean, oh, I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be a good. I think Arsenal have trouble dealing with it generally, mm. but mm. for viewing purposes, you can get it. You know, what great better way to start the weekend yeah, yeah, than yeah, to yeah, watch yeah. a big match? Yes, on your ultra HD so BT this will be Sport. The first non sort of cup game we've had since the Champions League days at Wembley presumably in terms of just a oh, yeah. Arsenal fixture and we didn't do terribly well back in, back in those days no remember defeats to uh, Batistuta goal yeah. Fiorentina yeah. yeah that was one of my first that was one of my at first Wembley. Oh, yeah. AIK Solna not wow. being able Keon to see scored wow. I think in the uh, Solna yeah. game if against, I remember correctly uh, I think and he scored against Panathinaikos as well that season wow just well, that is a, some serious Greek Some memories knowledge. of 1999. Great memories. What do you yeah. think about the game then, Trev? If you're doing a prediction. Yeah, Luke's already pinned his colours to the Arsenal victory uh, mast. I admire the optimism. <laughs> I, sadly, I can't share it. I, I actually, I just think Spurs will be too strong. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 Tottenham. And I, I hate to say that because, as Josh said earlier, we lose this game, that's pretty much end of any outside mm. hope of getting in the Champions League, but... I just think, they're, sadly, they're a better side than us and they're more consistent than us. I was actually really impressed with the way they played at Liverpool. I know they were losing for a lot of the game. Yeah. And even after they conceded so late, still managed to find, OK, dodgy pen, whatever, but they still managed to find a way back. And they don't play, they don't have too many bad performances. I thought they were excellent against United a couple of weeks ago. Beat United, yeah, played them off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. They you were know, bad in the first half against Liverpool, I thought. So I was taking some solace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But second half, they were. Second half, second half it looked yeah. like a Spurs home game, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it did, yeah. So what's your 3-1? Uh, 3-1. One. Three three one. One. Three one. Josh? I'm going to go for a one or draw. It just feels like yeah, I, I I I can see every possible result. I can I can see what Luke said about how if we're on our day and we're confident and mm. Wembley's been a you know a fantastic place for us over the last couple of years. But I can't help but now think how poor we've been away. To win three out of 13 away games is, is as bad as I, I imagine we've ever had under Wenger. This is our second home. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Look, different. if we get one or draw, you have to say you'd probably take that in the in the context of every day. Um, <laughs> the way our season's mm. gone, the fact that Tottenham forget forget what's happened now. Even at the beginning of a the season, they were a shorter odds for like the title in top four than we were. Take a draw and then just hope that we have a brilliant run to the end of a season with these new players. Well, we've okay. only got um, we've got to go to Matt, we've got Man City at home, haven't yeah. we? Mm. And we've got to go to United. United, United. and I think that, as after other Spurs, than that, yeah. Other than that, we can lose the weight every show. No, you could. Yeah. No, you could. Yeah. You could it was a tricky game at Huddersfield yeah. last game right. of the season. I'm worried about that. <laughs> Luke. And I know we, you know, and Chelsea obviously are playing at Watford tonight. We, we yes. could also do a Chelsea dropping back into this race yeah, and have yeah, a genuine yeah. where it's two from four. Oh, Chelsea are capable of collapsing. So you boldly predicted us to win, but I need your exact score prediction. I think that it will be 2-1 2-0 mm-hmm. okay. or 2-1 like and I think as well is that um, 
you know, you were saying earlier that you know Tottenham are clearly a better side than, and they are. But if we win that game, we beat them at home two yeah. nil, and and we, we do have a habit of sort of pulling these results when everyone yeah. thinks that we're going to lose. We'll only be one point behind them. I know that'll be incredible, won't it? Which it seems mad. No, in I hope season you're right. Everyone talks about how right. brilliant Spurs. Are. I hope 100%. you're right. It'd be hilarious if that happens. <laughs> boy, um, boy, what's your prediction? I'm, I've been predicting two all about the last month on this podcast, so I'm going to do it again. I'm sticking to a two prediction until all. it comes true. Um, so I'm predicting two all. Yeah. What are the odds for that? Ten to um, one. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Ten to one. Thanks for asking. Luke. Okay, that's right. Before I, you've all been wonderful, but I want to know. Hey, can we? We can watch you, can't you? On almost weekly basis, doing your Wenger yes, impressions. Uh, yes, you can watch me now on uh, Wenger's World. Uh, it will be a weekly uh, catch up of my top top quality points. Uh, is it very funny? Yes. Am I Arsene Wenger? Yes. Do I get paid for it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should be getting paid for it, Luke. You should be. That's that's brilliant. And and you've got shows coming up. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Uh, I've got a. Pre- Preview of my new Edinburgh show cool. uh, on Wednesday at the Vaults in Waterloo oh, at eight thirty. Please come. I should come to that. It's quite near you where can, I live. You can come. We will um, retweet links. You will retweet links. For yeah. What's show? the show called? Uh, the new it? show is called House of Faces, oh, oh. but um, at the moment it's called Work in Progress. <laughs> and, and you've got your own comedy night now. Yeah, monthly. my own comedy night called Your Comedy Friend, which is the last Sunday of every month. You should come to that, boy. That's in that. King's Cross. Uh, we've got lovely Tom Davis on next oh, month, um, and, an, and an amazing duo called Flo and Joan. Uh, and yeah, so it's a really good night. That was the Luke Kempner section Thank of you. the podcast. Thank you, um, Trevor. Have you got anything you want to plug? Not really. I okay. should be. I sadly won't be able to watch the Arsenal game. I mean, what? I'm in Germany. I'm doing a game in Germany. What? Ah. The f- who, who are you doing in Germany? Uh, I'm d- bizarrely doing a Dortmund game. Brilliant. So, oh. yeah. so you get to see that yeah. yeah, not overly thrilled about that. No. To be honest with you, <laughs> you can watch the Arsenal game on a little like thing at the side. All I've, right, I have Josh, done I know we've got to go. Um, Josh is shutting me up, winding me up. The man We're always late. We're always. We always. Yeah, you know, just giving a taste of their own medicine. Thank you very much to all of you and to Josh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.